my gosh, we're back for another edition of Chat BTV. I'm Mark Johnson. I'm Stella Rose Johnson. I've been getting a lot of complaints. A lot of people are like, what happened to you guys? Been months since we've had anything come out. You hearing any of that? Um, just from you, you know, just, you know, Glenn Scanlon. I'm so sorry to let you down, King, but we're back. We are back and better. And it is the 28th, right? Okay, just a couple of days after Christmas, big Christmas celebration. Stella, you've been home for? About a week. Yeah, I got I got back on Friday and then have had a very nice week with the family, a lot of quality time. Nice to be home for the holidays in this mystical, foggy environment of Burlington, Vermont. <laughs> totally Sir Arthur Conan Doyle kind of hound of the Baskervilles, a lot of fog, not a white Christmas. No, it was not. There was no snow because it was about 45 degrees. It was really great having you home for the week, though, for the holidays. You're unfortunately heading back tomorrow, but, you know, the great thing is that we stay in touch, so it's it's really not super traumatic. Yeah, it's always just a see you later, never a goodbye. All right, so let's give people um, a bit of an update. It's been actually, it's been probably, what, three months, I think, or so, or may- maybe even more. Yeah, I think the last one we did was really around the wedding, right, in California? Yeah. So that's, yeah, so that's, um, I don't know, more like four months. So let's just get a little bit of a recap of what's been going on in in D.C. for you. Sure. So I feel like similar to this summer when we were speaking on the vibes of D.C., I'm still at Oku at the the Sushi, the Sushi Restaurant, hostessing. Um, I love my coworkers. I feel like I've been very lucky to be integrated in a community of very fun, uplifting people, um, which is always lovely when moving to a new place. Uh, I've definitely gotten to know the city more, just doing things by myself and with people, going to museums, walking around. Obviously, I am without car, so we stay taking the metro and getting in our 10k steps um, because it's very easy to do so. And yeah, overall vibes are very, vibes are lovely. I love the home. Um, I appreciate my housemates. It's nice to live nearby pals. And remind people who your roommates are. I live with Anissa and Brenna, who also went to Skidmore. Anissa, one of my closest, dearest friends. Um, We lived together also senior year at Skidmore. And so the transition, I feel like, was very easy. And Brenna was a year ahead. Um, She's in grad school. So we're all living together, doing our things. Kind of sort of been maybe checking out another job or two, right? Yes. Yeah. Applying to other jobs over the past couple of months within the social work realm. Um, Thinking about grad school, you know, being a clinical social worker does require a master's. Um, So, yeah, just one thing I will say I'm grateful for is that some of my friends have given me contacts for social workers in the area. So just talking to people about their working experience, specifically in D.C. or in Virginia, has been eye-opening and also just very grateful that people have taken time to help me to the best of their ability. But, you know, the job market is tough, and I also feel pretty content in what I'm doing right now. And so I think just riding that wave while also having a curious mind and reaching out is... That's the vibes at the moment. 
we should mention to another one of your close friends, Brooke, who's over in Edinburgh. Yes. And um, so how's she doing? She's doing well. She's currently in Amsterdam for New Year's, but she's been having a fantastic time. I'm very excited. I'm going to see her in April for a week, so that will be lovely. You know, have her show me the sites in which she has, I don't know, made <laughs> made friends and she you know she knows the area quite well now so that'll be very lovely to see her and bull around you know respectfully respectfully bull around but she's doing well miss her miss her tremendously though uh, okay i'm not familiar with that phrase what does that mean <laughs> bull around oh just you know have a good time <laughs> okay all right well then one of the great things at least for me in 2023 is discovering be real where you take a photograph every day when it alerts you to take a photo, it's not staged or anything. So I get to see you, Brooke, Anissa, Avery, Lily Donnelly, Sophia, all your pals, and kind of check in and see what you're up to. Yeah, I think, you know, Be Real is very fun to see what people are up to in the moment. And I know they all love seeing what you're doing, too, and everyone's way of staying in touch. Leave a little reaction, leave a comment, you know. <laughs> I haven't really gotten it down. I can take a picture because the way Be Real works, you take a picture of what you're looking at, and then it sort of takes a picture of you. And a lot of my pictures are really dark, so I just haven't quite figured out the lighting thing yet. Yeah. You'll Any tips on that? You'll figure out the, the angles and the lighting. I think you just have to tap the screen a little bit because I've also noticed that you're usually in the dark or looking <laughs> extremely um, shocked. <laughs> on your end of the photo but I think if you take the photo facing you like the camera's the selfie way and then you know you might uh, we can try tonight when b-real goes off all right well maybe that's a metaphor for my life that I'm kind of in the dark why would you say that <laughs> I, you know who knows um all right so let's let's huh well what are your updates in the past couple of months? All right, let's see. So what have I been doing? I've been doing the podcast with um the TV news station which has been really fun. I think I've done now 10 episodes. They uh, good reaction, have to say very happy with that. Uh, I think probably the most popular one I interviewed a number of EMT firefighter uh, guys who work right downtown and who are dealing with this sort of changing world of Burlington, really feeling the um, compassion fatigue, as I called it, of going and trying to rescue people who are having opioid overdoses and sometimes narcanning them two times in a shift. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really awesome that you've been able to do the podcast and talk to people in the community. It definitely, you know, Burlington in itself has changed a lot in the past six months to a year. So I'm glad you've been able to talk to people that have been able to help, but also definitely more immersed in what's going on just downtown. Yeah. Have you noticed that when you go downtown? Yeah, I will say I only went downtown for maybe half an hour um, for some last minute Christmas shopping. But I think just overall, it's it feels very dim. Like Church Street used to be very full of life, everyone at the coffee shops, at restaurants, but I think a lot of places have closed. And also 
to my knowledge, a lot of people just aren't spending time downtown anymore. You know, when I was in high school, we would go downtown and just kind of be doing whatever. Like, even if it was just walking to the waterfront or, I don't, yeah, going to Ben and Jerry's or something. And now there's areas in which it's like you just don't want to walk there alone or even really go downtown if you don't have to, which is definitely unfortunate. But I do think that it's as in most cities there's places that you do have to be careful and avoid to some extent you feel the same way about dc um i think there's parts of dc that are definitely not the safest or that you wouldn't walk alone you know being a young woman in a city but i think there's a lot more security to some extent um or just in more central downtown areas like there's a lot of people around whereas burlington is just a lot more sparse now um so there's definitely a difference but again you know city life you kind of acclimate and keep an eye out and you know where to go when and where not to go and stuff like that all right before we get back to your life in dc let's talk about christmas best gift you got oh well the main thing that i had asked for and was wishing for was a new computer because I had had mine for a crisp six years and Miss Girl was shutting down. Um, So I was very blessed in receiving a new computer. Thank you, Santa. Thank you. We we love that guy, don't we? That guy, he's the best. He's goaded. Yeah, I would say that was a pretty, pretty top tier gift. And, you know, I actually got some very comfortable cozy socks, which never you can never go wrong my feet are cold so (laughs) those are important and um I also got a very fun cookbook Korean cookbook so I'm excited to use that it was a cookbook with comics in it so I feel like it's fun to also read and a lot of pictures and then just an interesting way to follow recipes um and you're doing a lot of cooking yeah we have been we have been chefing in DC which is beautiful but I will say 2024 would love to cook more and definitely diversify meals because I feel like when there's something that I like to cook, it's very easy to stick to that um, and not always expand and try new recipes. But, you know, with with the help of other chefs and this beautiful cookbook mom gave me, I feel like we'll keep the ball rolling. What was your favorite gift? (laughs) Well, one of my favorite gifts I'm wearing. Want to describe it? You describe it. You're wearing it. Well, it's my nice white fuzzy uh, top that you gave me that I think is kind of perfect. Gray color. Kind of brings out my color. I'm getting a lot of nice compliments about how healthy I'm looking. So um, that was great. I will will tell you, too, one of the nicest gifts I got was... um, my best friend since seventh grade, Jamie Birmingham, sent me a letter, which I, I I showed you that, right? Yeah. So that was great, just sort of, you know, gratitude for the great friendship we have and how helpful he's been the last couple of years as I sort of climbed out of the little bit of a health scare a couple of years ago. So that, that was that was great. Um so yeah, you know, I've got some really nice um books. Um some other just great, you know, really grateful for just to feel and be feeling great and, um, you know, some great friendships I have. So it's kind of me. 
but let, let's get back to you. All right. Um, any, any, any sort of changes, anything new in your life? <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to be more specific or? No. Uh, okay. Um, I have a boyfriend. Whoa. Okay. Tell, tell everybody about, about your boyfriend. His name is Noah. We love him. Um, very great guy. Also from DC. Great chef. I feel like I've been very blessed to eat well because this man, he, in the kitchen, you know, it's game over. So we appreciate him for many reasons, but the food literally always hits every single time. So thank you. Well, he, uh, you did send a picture. He made a beef Wellington that was just really restaurant quality. Uh, what, so what, what does he do? He does freelance work. So he is a videographer. He does a lot of work for sports teams like football and lacrosse. He is also a music producer, so he has made some albums and some of the works. Very talented at what he does. It's very inspiring to see people that you care about follow their passions and see things through, even when there's tricky moments. Um, and I also feel like anyone that is kind of running their own business takes a lot of patience and skill to see everything through. Um I yeah, I respect I respect the grind very much. You showed me one of his football videos. He's clearly very talented. Um so what do you what do you like about him and what do you think he likes about you? And remember we're doing this really for look looking back, you know, fifty years from now. It's not for like people listening now. <laughs> um there's many things that I like about him. I would say he's very caring and patient. Um, and just in terms of being a partner, he shows up every time, every day. Um, it's very loving. I feel very cared for in many aspects, just like being well fed. He drives a lot of places, which is very appreciated. You know, he makes an effort to spend time with my friends. Um, yeah, he shares very good music. I would say music is definitely a love language that we have um and yeah, i mean i could speak for a very long time but those are you know some key components i would say and uh, about me i don't know i'm i feel like i'm also a good person to show up and be patient and i definitely have a lot of love to give and i feel like that's appreciated um but yeah i have literally no bad things to say about that man he is an angel. And how how new is this relationship? Um, we've known each other or like been going out for about four months. I met him at the end of August. So I would say early days, but also I feel pretty I'm like locked in. You know, that's those those are my vibes. Well, that that's terrific. And, you know, of course. As your father, I'm very happy to hear that somebody's treating you well. That's really, I think, the sort of the key thing here. Um, so let's look ahead here to 2024. Or do we want to talk about our, our Vermont Opoly game we just played? We could definitely touch on it. That was also a great Christmas gift that we were given from mom's friend, her yoga pal, Adam, which is a version of Monopoly with vermont landmarks um and adam was here for christmas eve dinner he 
was. He was here for Christmas Eve dinner. But yeah, we just played, I would say we were just playing for three and a half hours <laughs> the whole day up until right now. It, you know, I would say board games can make or break a family, to be honest. <laughs> Vibes were getting heated. And I'm not the best loser. Is that kind of what you're saying? No, not at all. You were a champion. You were a champion. <laughs> okay. You want to tell them how the game, you know, ended? Well, it ended with your mother, who's kind of the queen of utilities, which is sort of um, was fitting. And you, who had owned the Vermont State House and a few other key properties. So I was, I came in, I came in third out of three, shall we say. Yeah. And you know what? Owen is a win. So proud of you. Yeah. There you go. All right. Um, so here, here she is, the queen of utilities, uh, who's, who's looking to eat. All right. So we'll. We're going to get pho. We're going to get pho. I'm very excited. All right. So we're going to, we're going to talk about, can we talk about 2024? Is that all right? Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about goals for 2024 but we could actually take a break here and we could do that after we eat all right let's talk about next year 2024 um goals great question i think a few goals i would like to set in place i feel like we talked about a little earlier but doing more travel um, whether that's solo traveling or little trips with friends, coming home, I love to I love to be on the move and see new places. So I'd love to, yeah, I'd love to travel more, um, if if possible. I think doing things with intention is very important to me. Whether that's like setting goals for the day, because obviously it's easy to set New Year's resolutions and New Year's goals, but I think continuing to do it daily and weekly as the year goes on just you know could be something little like I want to make this meal this week or I want to try to go on three runs or I want to call this person today it's just doing things with intention and not just going about my day kind of obliviously or just having the day get away from me and not being as productive as I would have liked to be um yeah trying new recipes I think Nothing super big or drastic. I would like a peaceful year, but I think if things come up throughout the year that I want to try, I will do my best to set my mind to it, set my ground to it. Where are you thinking in terms of travel? Well, right now, obviously, we have the Scotland trip booked, which will be very nice, but it'd be nice to go somewhere warm at some point. I know it gets super hot in D.C. in the summer, so maybe being able to come home for a week or so. Um or being able to obviously going abroad is very expensive but being able to go abroad in the summer with you guys is always very fun so I'm like maybe we plan a trip but yeah going to visit friends like there's a few people in New York City and Boston um, even just taking the train to Philly to see Anna or something just kind of being on the move when I can um, obviously because right now I have a job that allows me to take a couple days off which is very nice, and I don't know how long that will be the case. So I think just kind of using that to my advantage for as long as I can. And then, obviously, you know, I don't know. I, I would travel anywhere. Someone could say, let's get a plane ticket to Miami, and I would show up at the airport. So. I thought that trip we took to Scotland summer and a half ago 
not this summer, but the summer before, was really one of the best trips we've had. Yeah, it was great. I feel like we traveled very well together. We did a lot of fun things. I love I love traveling abroad with you and mom. Yeah, I I feel I feel somewhat the same way. Those are would I would say in, in my top five. I really I have a friend from high school that I'd really like to get together with. weren't We weren't really very close in high school, but we've gotten closer afterward mostly through social media it's been really interesting he's he's a really uh, outstanding poet and he lives up in Maine and we've been trying to figure out a way to we're very simpatico and I'd really like to try to figure out a way to do that I definitely want to get down and spend some time with you guys down in DC and just kind of travel a little bit around there and um you know I've got some other people that I'd really like to, now that I've got a little bit more freedom, do that Do that too. You know, I think the other thing I'm, I'm glad to see that you're doing, I think it's important to have, a, um, you know, physical exercise. I've, I've been really enjoying doing the yoga the past couple of years. Never thought that would be something I'd be fired up about doing, but that definitely has been, a, been kind of become a big part of my life. Yeah, no, it's it's important to move your body. I mean, I think moving in a city where you can walk a lot of places definitely has been very nice. And I've realized that when I lived in Vermont, it's just easy to kind of drive everywhere, even if it's five minutes. So, you know, being pushed to walk around more. I, I enjoy a hot girl walk, but it's, yeah, I would say moving the body, walking up and down the stairs at work. It's always leg day. Um, you know, reactivating a gym membership kind of at the end of this year and then going into the new year with more intention to just get stronger. And I think also that helps the mental mindset as well. Like if you're having a hard day or there's a lot on the dome, sometimes you just need to go on a run and clear your headspace. But yeah. I think another thing that we need to try to figure out is how to do this while you're not here. I mean, it's easy to do when you and I are sitting here together on a couch together, but I think that there's a way, I think you and I can communicate pretty well on the phone or Zoom or something and see if we can figure out a way to do this more regularly, you know, so our, you know, your fan base um, is happy. Yeah, we can't, <laughs> we can't lose the fans even when we were just at dinner we ran into one of our friends and she was like, guys, where's the pod? Where's the podcast? Looking for a new episode. So, um, Aaron, if you're listening, hey, girl. But, yeah, no, I would love to be able to do this more when, even when we're apart. Yeah, maybe one of your technologically savvy friends can figure out a way. Maybe we do it on Zoom. I'm not, I'm not sure which. But that would be, I would definitely put that down as a goal. And, you know, not to be corny about it, but I, I really think one of the goals that, we both need to have is, you know, staying healthy. I mean, it, it's, this is, there's a lot of COVID out there right now. We just heard, you know, today Bernie Sanders has COVID and it's, it's really out there. And I think everybody's guard is kind of down. Yeah, I agree. Also just this time of year with the season changing, it's very easy to get sick. And I think people get very overwhelmed and exhausted during the holidays. And so sometimes taking care of yourself can be swept under the rug. Um, and, you know, with the new year, like, there's a lot of celebration, partying. So, I don't know. Me, personally, 
I would love a little game night and some tea to enter in the new year with the people that I love. But yeah, it's it's definitely important to see like what you're eating and drinking, how much sleep you're getting. And obviously when the sun sets at four, it's like I could literally fall asleep at eight, but I still probably do not get enough rest. Even I'm working on it. Yeah, I have the same problem too. At eight thirty, I'm pretty good. Pretty good for the day. And I would add, you know, stress to that. I know you have friends that are really dealing with that, and it it's a real, it's it's something I think everybody. Do you feel as though you're under a lot of stress? No, I feel like in moments where I get stressed or overwhelmed, I am able to compartmentalize and you know, breathe, just do something that will make me feel less stressed. Like, I feel like I have worked on that in my uh, young adult life to kind of figure out how to maneuver stress um, and not let it consume me. But obviously easier said than done. But I would say right now, I, I do not feel like I'm under a lot of stress. I think it comes in waves, but I do agree that there are people who I care deeply about that are around me or like not physically super close to me at a very young age experiencing a lot of stress and burnout and I think that's something just as a friend like you try to give a space for someone to share when they're stressed but also to give advice but also to do things to help them so they are less stressed. Why do you think your friends are under stress? Their jobs, um, things going on with family, personal lives. I think this is a very big transitional time, you know, in your young 20s, like people that are 22 to 25 in my close circle. And I think there's a lot that we all kind of feel that we need to figure out or that we owe to each other to figure out, even if it's not necessary to do so and have all the answers right now. I think it's just sometimes stress of like, what ifs or trying to make a plan for the far out future that just becomes a little bit anxiety provoking but it's really something I think we're all trying to do is just take things day by day um to feel less stressed but yeah I would say mostly like recently graduating just trying to figure out kind of your purpose in the world like a lot of people questioning you and trying to do things for yourself it's I mean it makes a lot of sense to me that the people that I know and myself included at times get like very overwhelmed by the world that we live in. Talk a little bit about what you were mentioning at, at dinner. We, we just had dinner out. You were talking about how time, for example, is a lot different now at 24 than it was when you were younger. How so? I think just the way in which time moves, I'm a lot more aware of. Um, you know, when I was younger, there is... Christmas break, for example, in middle school, you would feel that Christmas was coming because of what was going on at school or maybe like a big assignment that had to be done or it was getting a lot colder or people were starting to pack to go on family vacations. Um, and then, you know, you had that week off and there was a lot of Christmas and holiday spirit. Whereas when you get older, you know, you have to take time off of work and you have to buy the plane ticket home and you want to make sure you see all the people that you love, but also sometimes coming back to your hometown, I think, can make time kind of wacky. Like, it's like, oh, I haven't been here since the summer, but I feel like I was just here. Or, you know, what we were saying earlier as well, just this week went by so quickly. And yeah. 
I think there's definitely a a dream state that you're in when you're younger when time is moving you know I mentioned this earlier as well just people trying to create a safe and good childhood and upbringing um, and a lot of magic and love and when you get older it's a lot more responsibility on you to get things done and keep that you know magic and safe space alive but when you become an adult you also are then trying to give those things to like your parents or your siblings or your close friends like you're not as I don't know I feel like in your childhood it's more like la 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 and you're just vibing doing your thing but you're not paying bills um you know you're not dealing with car insurance you don't have to check the oil (laughs) like there's just a lot of things that I think as I have gotten older and more responsibility falls into your hands it makes your perception of time different and that's not to say it's a bad thing I think it's just definitely a wake-up call and I think I'm honestly trying to navigate how to have fulfilled weeks without them feeling like they're going by in 30 seconds and you know being like I do want to get this done this week I don't want to wait another month because honestly it feels like July was yesterday but it's almost 2024 in January so that's crazy it goes even faster too as time goes on it's really bizarre I can imagine I think the realization of it when I've talked to my friends about it recently just not being in the academic calendar schedule um of having a six-week break or finals or summer break you know there's different ways in which we now perceive time and especially going home I think time when you're going on a trip or in your home state or in a new place that you live it just feels like time goes by kind of differently in different locations but time just moves so quickly at the same time in all of those locations let's talk about one more thing and then we'll wrap it up for this edition so what are you doing New Year's Eve? Hopefully hang out with the people that I love. I'm not sure of any set plans yet. I think there is some talk about maybe going to the National Mall, um, hanging out there, and then also just some talk about playing games in the home, making a little cheese board, some wine. I luckily have New Year's Eve off, which I know the restaurant will be very busy and they're open late, so I'm grateful that I won't have to rush back to my friends like right before midnight. I think it'll be nice to just spend that day with everyone. But yeah, what about you? Well, maybe you could bring that that board game Vermontopoly home with you and then get it out of this house because it's clearly not, it's not my wheelhouse. <laughs> I think I might have to thumb wrestle with mom or something for it. No plants really here. You know, it, the dog is now arriving here. Um, no, I mean, it's usually pretty pretty quiet here. We may, you know, there are fireworks here too, so maybe we'll wander around and check that out. And, um, you know, maybe maybe, well, maybe Daphne can have the, the final word here today. What are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing over there? What are you doing? Here, hold on. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Well, it's been really, it's been great to have you home as always. And uh, I am going to make it a vow that I sure hope that a year from now when we're talking that I'll be able to say, yeah, you had a really, you have a really cool apartment too and love your roommates and all that. 
Come anytime. Come visit us anytime. It's always a pleasure to be home and spend quality time with you and mom and Miss Miss Daphne. And, you know, I'll be home. I'll be back soon as well. It's just a little hour flight, so. And was that invitation for me and mom or was that for the general audience out there, anybody that's listening? Oh, uh, it was for you and mom. But, <laughs> um, we, you know, email me about details if you're listening and want to visit. All right. Well, we'll maybe give out your email or do you want to give out your email sure um stella rose 812 at gmail.com serious increase only thank you and 812 what, what's that because 802 was taken oh well that makes sense all right um thanks everybody for joining us thanks for your patience and us finally getting our act together again and we'll be back again we'll be back again in the new year 